Hi, gorgeous people. Hi, beautiful listener. Welcome to another breaking episode of Sapphire Segments. I'm so happy you're here. I'm so grateful that you have returned. I hope you had a fantastic summer break. I hope you were able to catch up on all the episodes you missed. But today, we have an outstanding episode. This is so dear to my heart. We have with us two amazing females. Not only do they have outstanding platforms on social media, most of you probably already know who they are, but to me, they are my girls. They are my queens. They are Ghanaian royalty. They give me so much life and inspiration. This evening, guys, I really want to talk about mindset over and after loss. And two greatest people that I know that can speak about this subject are my friends, Katie and Samira. Are you there? Are you there? Welcome, welcome. Hi. 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 Uh, I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Sammy, how are you, babe? I'm fine. I'm excited for this convo. Yay! Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. So, you know, this whole season of Sapphire Segments, we've talked a lot about mindset, mindset in vision, mindset about um, finances, about your future and goals, aspirations, and just how to kind of, I guess, stay focused on what you're aiming for in life, what you're working towards. But, you know, sometimes in life, things happen that are unexplained, unplanned for. And I definitely want to hear your story. And I really want to be able to bless other people from this conversation. So, um, Sammy, let's go with you first. Sorry, um, that's Samira, full name, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> kind of explain to us your story, what's kind of taken place with you, what kind of loss have you experienced in your life? Hi everyone, hi listeners, and thanks for having me, Saf. Um, it's good to be on. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's not you know the most positive top topic that we're kind of discussing today, but it is yeah. very near and dear to my heart because I have mm. experienced quite a lot, uh, quite a lot of loss in my life, and yeah. especially recently. But for those who don't know me, I'm Samira. I'm a wife. I'm a mom. Um, and I also, as men- uh, as Saf mentioned, I create content online. Um, I have a YouTube channel and I have a little platform on Instagram. And I just mostly, I just try and share my normal everyday life, really. So my good experiences, my bad experiences, things that I feel can, you know, help other women to relate to and hopefully encourage other women with mm. the things that I've been through. Mm-hmm. So, um yeah, I would say my first sort of experience with loss was um, before I had children. So yeah. I I had um, two miscarriages um, and they were before I was three months. Um, but obviously, I, I think with most women, you know, when you're younger, you envision having children, being pregnant mm. and you just, um, I guess, kind of daydream and fantasise about what that journey and experience will look like for you. Yeah. And so I was always one of those girls like, oh my gosh I can't wait to be a mom and so yeah. got married at quite a young age got married when I was 18 mm. and um, so yeah I was very because I got married at such a young age I was I was quite adamant that I didn't want to have kids straight away yeah and yeah it turns out that the exact time we planned so we planned to wait for five years before we had children yeah. that is when it happened for me but 
I would say around the three year mark um, mm-hmm. in, in being married, I got, I guess, the baby itch. Um, I don't yeah. know what to call it, but I was just, yeah. yeah, everyone around me and my friends started having children and I just, I just started to really strongly desire having children. Yeah. And obviously, you know, as a Christian, we know that that's a God-given desire. So I was very, like, you know, expectant and, you know, I, I believed that nothing would go wrong. Yeah. So this would have been in 2012. Wow. Yeah, 2012. Um, that, well, I think we started trying for a baby towards the end of 2011. Yeah. My memory fails me a bit, so bear with me <laughs> with the dates. But it was around, yeah, 2011, 2012. And yeah, I would say it it wasn't easy for us to get pregnant. Um, we struggled with infertility a little. And then, you know, just as I was getting to that point of, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is not happening. I, I got yeah. pregnant. Wow. And, yeah it was it was just such you know obviously a very joyous time especially when it's something that you've planned for mm-hmm. it wasn't like a oops it was very like yeah we were so happy to be pregnant yeah and then yeah I was um 11 weeks pregnant and unfortunately I had a miscarriage yeah and you know obviously it was really tough because that was my first pregnancy my first experience mm-hmm. you know yeah carrying a child and I just didn't think that would happen just you know yeah. and especially I think I guess all mums anyone that's been pregnant will know that it's that 12 week mark that you're like oh, yeah I can yeah. You know, get to have your scan and you know it, it's sort of everything that you've been planning for you can actually see it on the screen and you know the joy of waiting for that 12 week mark and so it was really disheartening because obviously I was so close like I said I reached 11 weeks and then I had yeah. that long so fast forward a few months um I got pregnant again a second time and it's almost as if you know I was at that point I was so desperate to I mean firstly because of the infertility I was that desperate that I almost didn't mind having a miscarriage just so that in my head I knew that Mm. I can get pregnant that's how kind of desperate I was and so when I had the first loss as you know as horrible and as traumatic as it was Mm. I thought you know what that's just probably something I have to go through in order to experience the joy of Mm. a healthy pregnancy yeah but as I said fast forward I got pregnant a second time and then sadly that ended in another miscarriage and so obviously I was just distraught you know I was really and, and I just didn't understand why I was experiencing that loss and why it was back to back. And, you know, yeah, it was just, as a Christian, you just don't expect, obviously you know that God doesn't promise you a life without pain, but at the same time, you know, you just, you know, when you feel like you're doing things right and you're doing things God's way, you just don't expect, you know, that level of loss and that level of pain. Yeah, yeah. It was really, really... Yeah, really difficult time. Um, yeah. And around that time, I just, after the second loss, I just, because it was such a, it was such a hard one because um, the first one, they told me that there was no, um, there was no, babe, there was no, there was nothing in the sack, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I get the medical term, but yeah, there was nothing in the sack. And 
so that was you know very surreal like okay was I actually pregnant That's mm-hmm. my mind was interpreting it and then the mm-hmm. second time there was a heartbeat but it was an abnormal heartbeat basically so right. it was the kind of thing of go back and go home and come back in a week and we'll see so it was a it was a real like roller coaster of emotions during that time and so yeah after after that ended in loss I was just very you know depressed and just it was a yeah. really dark and difficult time and yeah. I also felt very alone I felt like you know a shame almost in you know I'm, I'm married I'm a wife like this is just the next step that everyone expects will come so why is it not happening for me and yeah there so many people around me were having children and yeah really difficult you know just feeling like as a woman you're you're kind of like failing mm, mm. I can only imagine it's such a traumatic heartbreaking experience Definitely. so I guess my I hope if you don't mind me asking is um following on after your experience where do you even go from there in your I guess mindset in your journey in terms of recovering or do you know what I mean or trying how how do you where do you even go (laughs) I think in that time I was it's, it's, it's so it's so good that you mentioned mindset because your mindset mm. after such traumatic experiences is so important and yeah. I think you know obviously everybody's different everyone copes with things differently everyone has different perspectives but for me mm. because I had I had just I was so like my whole world was getting pregnant and having baby and having a healthy pregnancy that was my I was just consumed by it and not yeah. that it's a bad thing to be consumed by, but yeah, it just it just became too much. You know, I was mm-hmm. drowning in that desire where it was like, okay, mm-hmm. like I honestly do need to focus on other things now. And so mm-hmm. I just remember just like, yeah, one day I just cried out to God and I just prayed mm-hmm. and I said, God, you know the desire of my heart. I know that mm-hmm. you're the one that's given me the, this, this desire. Mm. know what's happened but I'm gonna trust you regardless and I'm I'm gonna be so obsessed with it now I'm just gonna (laughs) leave it to you and yeah I know that it will happen when it's supposed to that was honestly how I felt you know it wasn't just something cliche that I was trying to believe I just when I had that breakdown I just said god you know what I can't do this anymore I can't yeah again and you know it's just so it's heavy it's heavy it's really heavy to carry and to walk with it's heavy that burden yeah very heavy and as I said it was a very like internal thing at that time and obviously people don't necessarily know what you're going through so those questions of oh when are you gonna have a baby oh you've been married for a while now and people don't know what they're triggering and you know I I, I've been there I've been that person that asks women certain questions and you know going through that just really you know helped me to learn that you honestly don't know what people are going through so don't yeah but um oh wow amazing thank you so much for sharing your story and thank you for being here I really appreciate your vulnerability um just to give Katie a bit of airtime if you wouldn't mind sharing your experience as well 
Um, okay, yeah. So, um, thank you. Um, Steph, I just wanted to say thank you for inviting me on. Yeah, thank you for being here. You a beautiful lady. But yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> I, obviously, as Sarah has, has spoken about, it is, it is a very hard and heavy topic. Um, mm. View uh, my experience of loss is also to do with a loss of um, so two babies as well. Um, so um, basically, yeah. So a little intro. So, yes, I'm Katie. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a mother. I view myself as a mother to two angel babies, and also um, I have a rainbow baby here on Earth. And I'm also currently expecting my um, fourth baby uh, at the moment. So I'm so grateful for that. Obviously, it has been a long journey to get to where I am now. Um, yeah. Mentally, spiritually, I feel like it's taken like a lot, like everything within me to get to this point, like five mm. years. Um, so yeah, so um, as I said, I'm, I'm married. So me and my husband, I think we waited about four years, four or five years before we were like, yeah, it's time to start a family. So like personally, I was very naive to the whole you know getting pregnant etc so I, I you know thankfully I got pregnant more or less straight away um my first trimester went really smoothly so I got to the second trimester uh, with my first pregnancy so obviously I was out of the I thought I was at the danger zone which they obviously they usually say it's like 12 weeks isn't it before mm. whole family and friends like yeah you're pregnant etc so I guess after that period obviously I had my first scan and yeah baby looked so happy and healthy I remember baby was doing like somersaults in my my in my belly so we were just you know we were just so in love with our with our um first child um and but however sadly when I got to 17 weeks um yeah I, I lost the pregnancy um I remember just obviously going to the hospital I had like really bad stomach pains and then um literally as the nurse called my name literally just basically started to bleed everywhere and they when they checked me they just said that yeah it looks like you're having a miscarriage and then um but she said because I was like further along I would basically have to give birth to the baby so um yeah so even that process in itself was very traumatic first of all they're telling me that I'm I'm having a miscarriage but then you know it's uh, my body also has to do this thing where I have to give birth obviously your first inclination or dream of having a a birth, you know, going through labour is obviously you have a, a live baby at the end of it. But obviously my experience was I was given birth to a dead baby, basically. So that in itself was very traumatic. Yeah. Um, and so I remember when um, after baby came, um, yeah, I was just really numb. I just remember feeling very numb and just very, um, yeah, just very low. And just as Samira said, like, you feel a sense of shame. Like, you just feel like you're less than and like, why? is it you that you know why haven't why wasn't my pregnancy successful what did I do wrong you kind of do the the blame game and you blame your body um so yeah I think the first loss was very 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 difficult and there was a lot of mixed emotions um um yeah so so that was my I guess my first experience of loss and then um so I think I waited, yeah, we waited a few months before we started to try again. And then same same thing happened again. Like, you know, we got pregnant more or less straight away. And then, yeah, first trimester was fine with the second pregnancy. However, when I got to 17 weeks again, and ironically, I was it was actually this, the same day as I lost the first baby, but a year later. Uh, so the first baby I lost on the 9th of March, 2017. And then the next year, the 9th of March 2018, I was in the hospital again. And then basically they're telling me that 
in another miscarriage. And then obviously because I was 17 weeks again, I had to also go through the pain of labor again. So literally it was just like a crazy, strange, like deja vu. Yeah. And yeah, it's what like all the progress I'd made with, after the first loss. I just felt like I was back to square one. And again, I just did the blame game and blame myself. And yeah, just hated what I saw really. And just, I would, you know, look at my husband, Richard and think like, why can't I give you kids? And I would just, I remember telling my mum and my husband in the hospital, I was like, I'd rather go for adoption than go through this again, because it was just too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they encouraged me. They were just like, you know, don't let the devil lie to you. You know, you will. Um, have healthy babies and you know just don't give up hope so yeah it it was it has been a long journey and I remember like especially yes after I lost um, the second baby um, yeah like just the mind battles I think just the fear Mm -hmm. of try again I just had a a lot of mind battles and just it's almost as as if I was having like nightmares as as if if I was to get pregnant again like it, it would the same thing would happen. So I, you know, I really had to rely on God and rely on my faith to kind of pull me out of that negative space. Yeah. So yeah, that that period was very, very tough. And yeah, it's, it's definitely like a roller coaster of emotions. You kind of go through like feeling numb, well, personally anyway, feeling numb and then, you know, just even feeling guilty for being happy. So there was stages where I, I felt like I, you know, maybe I can feel a bit of happiness, but then I felt, guilty for being happy that I don't know if that makes any sense yeah yeah I, I needed to grieve for the rest of my life basically just <laughs> mm. that is absolutely yeah. traumatic like I can yeah. I can't even think of words of how to fathom your experience but thank you both for sharing your stories um and thank you for being here but um you know even going through that trauma Katie mm. like even you said yes you relied on your faith thank god you relied on your faith to get you out of that negative space but getting out of that negative space is is it it's like a daily occurrence because Mm. the emotion and the trauma is still real like this is life experience you've you both have had like it doesn't disappear it wasn't a dream so it's like how do you day to day push forward yeah so um that's it's a very loaded question and Mm. really an easy answer to it basically I think for me um I had to really go through the motions so having obviously because it happened twice to me and it's more or less in the same manner I think the first time it was more of a shock Mm. Um, and so for a period I remember for a period of about six weeks like I was signed off work for literally like I think yeah about two months I was signed off work and I just felt like I was stuck I wasn't moving forward and yeah. I wasn't um, talking about how I felt. I was, but I wasn't because I, I think I felt guilty as well because I guess people around me didn't even know how to speak to me and like they were scared to say the wrong things. Yeah. So up and pretend like I was okay, but I was far from it. So the first time I had counselling and that really helped me to process the trauma. And then the second time round, I guess my journey to feeling kind of back to normal was a lot quicker because of the work I did the first time round. Yeah. So, um, and then I just allowed myself to go through the emotions, so to go through every emotion. Um, so when I wanted to cry, I would literally just let myself cry. And if I felt happy, I would let myself feel happy. Um, 
And yeah, I would just literally be like, be kind to myself. Mm. And, um, I remember I, I went to work, I think two weeks after the, the second loss. Um, whereas with the first loss, I think mean, I was off work for about three months. So I remember when I went to work, my work colleague was like, oh my gosh, Kate, are you, are you sure you could be here? And I said to her, you know, I, I realised I've got two choices. I could either stay down or I can get back up. So I was like, mm-hmm. at work. That's and so amazing. She, so it's like, you know, but we're here for you, if you, you know, if you need us. Um, so I think just having that support definitely does help. Yeah, but, yeah. I had to just let myself go through the, the motions, go through the, the deep, dark, raw pain. And then mm. that would really build slowly, like brick by brick, um, to, you know, feeling b- back to myself again. So that's kind that's of... amazing. I mean, Samira and Kate, feel free both to kind of like chime in here. But mm. like, even listening to your stories, they are so heavy and like you said to, to you know you spoke a lot about emotions and getting back to feeling normal was there anything that you did routinely to help yourself on a day-to-day basis to get back to feeling normal pressing forward moving forward was there anything you 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 did on a day-to-day basis to help move forward um I think um, for me, I mean, I can't speak about my story of loss and not also talk about what happened to me very recently, mm. um, which is that I um, I was pregnant in 2020. I got pregnant mm. in 2020 and I was, sorry, I got pregnant in 2019 mm. and I was seven months pregnant and I sadly lost that pregnancy in January 2020. Um, a little That's beautiful funny. baby boy. Um, I was 29 mm. weeks pregnant. So obviously mm. I was very, very far in my pregnancy. And mm. I guess even like Katie mentioned, the danger zone, quote unquote, is what we call 12. Mm. So mm. to get that far in your pregnancy, you're basically at the end. You're in the third trimester. So that was just the most traumatic thing I've ever been through and obviously it was completely different to having a miscarriage because yeah. I actually saw the baby fully grown healthy baby boy and you know to to experience having to bury a child that is just something that will stay with me forever like the trauma and the pain of that yeah. and so four days later I also lost my dad who I was really really close to and you know yeah it was just to have that double trauma at once mm. it really really yeah it was just the hardest thing I've ever been through and it really changed me as a person like I just can't see life the same I can't I don't see anything the same anymore and yeah I think for me with your question in terms of day-to-day it's it's very much my current reality like I'm mm. still going through it every single day and I think you know sadly I probably will for the rest of my life because it's not something that you can detach from and you know that's what you know if you haven't experienced something so difficult I think people tend to think that you know with time things get better and they do get better in a way because I guess you just kind of learn to live with the pain of what you're going through and your your emotions are, are completely different and I know everyone's different but for me I'm finding that you know I may not cry every day but 
I'm dealing with things internally that I've never had to deal with before. And I'm really, you know, I'm very sensitive to my emotional well-being, my mental well-being, how I'm feeling, what, you know, what are triggers and things that I never, ever used to think about. And so day to day, I really just, I call it the five Fs, which is what I really feel helped me get through, through, I mean, 2020 was a really dark and depressing year for everyone probably you know obviously everything we went we went through globally but you know it's just there's so many things that had that affected that anyway so it's a dark and horrible thing to go through anyway but then all the other external things that were going on just added to the weight of that darkness and depression that I was going through but yeah, I call it the five F's. It's faith, number one, because honestly, if I if I didn't have faith and I didn't believe in God and I didn't I wasn't a Christian, I honestly don't think I'd be number one mentally here and physically mm. as well. Like it was just such a difficult thing to go through. And so to yeah. you know, be in my right mind is is I can only give credit to God and glory to God. And then obviously family and friends, um, so supportive. Family, obviously, knowing what you're going through and feeling the same things as you. Friends that turn into family, friends that really sat in, you know, everything that I was going through with me. And then the fourth one, I it would definitely be food because <laughs> Lord, Lord knows I'm a foodie. So <laughs> a lot of comfort food and then that kind of led into the fifth one which is fitness and for me like fitness really really helped me and is helping me currently go through those Mm. dark and difficult days so they're they're the things I would say really helped me because yeah like just you know when you're feeling so low mentally Mm. it really does help to just get up and move your body and new try something different so it is a daily battle and it is something that I'm constantly working on but data mm. they're definitely the things that help to get me through amazing amazing I just want to commend the two of you I first of all am so incredibly sorry for your losses I am my heart breaks listening to your stories honestly I'm here for the two of you and then secondly I am so proud of the way you guys have shared your stories I've watched you guys um just come through this season I am so tremendously proud of the two of you because you are both phenomenal women and you're both heroes to so many out there so I'm just so grateful to share this space with the two of you absolutely um but you know we, we we've discussed a little and um moving forward because we're gonna have to come to an end soon guys but i do want to just kind of you know end on a higher note and um end on i guess a few takeaways or take homes so if there is someone who's listening to this podcast and they want to be able to move forward you know because our emotions are real and they are heavy and it's and it's and we do have to live with like you said certain losses and experiences you had in life what would be some of your takeaways take homes um you could give to anyone who's experiencing trying to come out of a situation similar to yours 
Um, okay, should I go first? Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> yeah, can't jump in. <laughs> yeah, I guess personally, I think for me, what has helped me, I guess, I, the, I find the words like moving forward struggling because um like if i if i say like i've moved forward it feels like I'm, i've left my babies behind right that's kind of how i like it seems um like when i hear those words so for me the way i kind of quote unquote move forward is that i bring my babies along with me yeah so i i see myself as a mother of like soon to be four including this baby um yeah. if i see myself as a, a mother of two then it kind of erases everything that i went through in the past Whereas yeah. I include my first two babies. Um, so obviously I'm, I don't, I may not carry them physically in my arms, but I carry them in my heart. And yeah. that's the way that I've been able to, as you could say, like move forward, I've brought them along with me. So they're, they're also along this journey too. And I see them as like my little cheerleaders in heaven. So if I'm struggling with anything, like I just think about, you know, I think about my boys every single day. Um, the ones that, you know, ran ahead before us. Um, yeah, so they give me, yeah, they, they it, like Samira said, like you're not the same after you've gone through such a traumatic loss. So yeah. they have person forever. Like I do see the world so much um, like differently now. And like life is a gift, life is a blessing. So you know even though we do go through losses we can also see the blessings that come with it and you know you can kind of change the way you um you see the world and you can think okay how, what can i learn from what i've lost you know how can i help other people um and you know how can i be an encouragement to others that are also going through the same thing so i would just say you know um it's, it's about we can change the way we we speak about loss yeah um, um, and just be more open. So I think that's what I've tried to do just by being more vocal about, you know, what I have gone through. Um, and that way I can see that it has been helpful to uh, you know, a lot of women around the world, like, which is the blessing and beauty of social media, that it's global, isn't it? Um, it's not just um, for your like small group. It can, you can reach so many different people. Um, so yeah, and just, I think just to be kind to yourself, take one day at a time. I think that's what I did. Like it's, you know, nothing happens overnight. It's, there is a lot of work that you have to do, but if you take little steps each and every day to be positive, um, you know, thankfully I have my faith, so that is a massive help to me as well. Um, but yeah, I think definitely being kind to yourself is definitely um, helpful. You know, just, you know, it's, it's you have to go through the motions of grief and grief mm. is, goes through waves and stages. Like some days you'll be good, some days you'll be bad. Um, and that's okay. And then if you can reach out to at least one person to let them know I'm not doing okay, um, I think those things really, really help. Um, so yeah, I think that's kind of what I would say. It's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. How about you, Samira? Um, I think I couldn't agree with Katie more. Um, um, just in terms of like being vocal about it, because obviously we all know it's not it's not a nice thing to talk about. No one is like yes let's talk about all the hard things you know I've been through but <laughs> you know there is like there is definitely like purpose in the pain that you you go through in life and that's one thing I've definitely learned from all my experiences and in being vocal like Katie said you know you'll be surprised that just how many women that God's has used our stories to touch and yeah. you know, I know that it's not by coincidence and don't get me wrong like sharing 
and talking about these things, it's been really difficult. Like when I decided to make, you know, the videos talking about my losses, mm. I physically got ill. Like it was, it really took it out of me and I was really anxious to release it. And obviously it's just such a personal thing to talk about. But yeah. as I said, it really does not only help others um, and, you know, you, you get to see the fruit of that because of, you know, how many women reached out to me and just thanked me for sharing and even now you know the video that I made okay people still message me about and share their you know their story their own personal stories of loss and 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 pregnancies and successful healthy pregnancies with me up until also the video that I made quite recently regarding my latest loss so it's it's definitely happened for a reason and also I've learned that sharing also helps me, you know, it helps, mm. you know, not internalise the things that I'm feeling and the things that I've been through and that vulnerability, it's, there's definitely a reward in that. So yeah, sharing, being vocal and yeah, just, just, yeah, allowing yourself to feel everything that comes with, you know, loss and the pain of loss and just remembering that you know the strong brave person also needs strength and also needs to be comforted and you know it's okay to break and it's okay to feel you know those deep dark emotions that you will feel with grief and any loss that you you experience it might not be pregnancy related it might not be you know losing a family member it could be any type of loss but always hope you know have hope have faith that better days are coming and you know it may always be an up and down roller coaster journey but there is definitely light at the end of the tunnel that's mm. amazing thank you so much listen guys i cannot thank you so much for being here sharing your story um on this podcast thank you i truly think you're both our heroes and i i commend you both so thank you so much listen guys this has been another amazing episode of sapphire segments listen if you have been touched by samira or katie's stories i want you to know that there is definitely help out there um like they said reach out and speak to someone take one day at a time and Samira said it best there is purpose in the pain and I pray to God that this conversation this episode has blessed you until next time guys we speak again this is Sapphire Segments toodles